I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everyone, it's Bob. I'm just jumping in here before this episode starts to let you know that the sound quality on Emma's side for this episode isn't quite up to our usual standards. Uh, We had to record this one with her remotely, but it's not too bad. It's perfectly listenable and it's a really fun episode, so I hope you enjoy it anyway. And uh, we'll all be back to normal on the next one. So here it is. Enjoy. listening to the simpsons four and one more i am emma apps and this is bob shoy and today we are going to be looking at um a list of bob and my bob and i (laughs) (laughs) either way (laughs) either way um we're going to be looking at our favorite simpsons characters so we're going to be giving you a list of our top four characters and one more little extra on the side Yeah, someone who didn't make our top four for whatever reason, but deserves uh, a spotlight for whatever reason we've chosen. And this is the first of our sort of in-between series episodes where we take another thing about the show and talk about it. So we'll see how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a lot of trouble with this one. Um, I got mine down to six characters. I had in mind what my plus one would be kind of from the get-go, but... I really, I feel like I'm going to be, you know, flying by the seat of my pants, just whatever I feel like tonight out of these six. I'm not going to lie to you. I still haven't decided. We're recording. No, I, and I still haven't made a top four list. Um, I think I'm the same as you. I've picked my one more wild card straight off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's always been solid and I think my reasoning behind why I've picked that particular character will explain why it was always my wild card um but my top four has definitely flip-flopped a lot um I'm trying not to be really predictable um but you can only go with your gut you can only go with what you feel I'm not actually going with my gut I'm actually going with my heart on this well that's that's the most important thing exactly um, my number one is a surprise to me. Oh, really? For what, who I think is going to end up being my number one. I'm like, really? And I'm like, I think it is. So this is like a character that's only just sort of in recent 
years, even maybe this year, become like a character I love. I love that. And they've jumped right up to the top. So it's really interesting. Um, one thing I did want to mention is um, Bob and I decided before this episode sort of before we started doing the research that these are secondary characters outside of the main top four family so we're yes. not mentioning homer we're not mentioning marge we're not mentioning bart and we're not mentioning lisa no um and i think maggie isn't given enough credit to even warrant mentioning she's her. basically a side character as well yeah i mean she might be my number one for you know <laughs> <laughs> but i've made my list and i'm going with it and it can't be like a one-off character either. It's someone who is regular. I think you... You know, has been on the episode. I think more than five appearances yeah, counts as regular. that's what I was just about to say. I think we agreed yeah. um, before this episode um, started that uh, they had to be in at least five episodes. Right, okay. So I did say that. you did. Um, so I just kind of based things on that. <laughs> Yeah, and you said, uh, you actually called me last night and you said, when we talk about our characters, maybe give an example of an episode or two of which is a good episode for that character or one you like with that character. So that was a good idea. I've done that yeah. today. I, I just think that when I was doing my research, a lot of the reasonings behind it was because I liked particular episodes. So that's yeah. kind of what drew me into deciding that I'd, you know, chuck a couple of episodes as to why I like that character just as a sort of example. Um, but I've also written um, for a couple of these, I've written a couple of um, quotes that I love. So our quotes will yeah, be I've in there that. as well. <laughs> yeah. And um, I've actually written here a list of my estimations of what your top four are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see how close I I'm get. I'm so predictable that you're pro- you've probably nailed it, to be honest. I would be so happy. Although, to be right. honest, I think my three and four will be perhaps a little bit of a surprise. But right. I will give you a tenor. No, actually, I'm not going to give you a tenor because I know you're going to get it right. You will 100% be able to guess my one and two right now. But I think three and okay. four will definitely be a bit of a, perhaps a bit of a shock. Interesting. My my four and five are flipping. Like I've I've just, as we've been talking, you know, I said it down, it down to six. I've eliminated one. I've got a top five and my four and five are like on a knife edge of which one I'm actually going to say. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't matter because you're going first. Yeah, I have got a couple of characters that I will give sort of special mention shout outs at the yeah, end. Yeah. But okay, so I'll start the ball rolling with my fourth favourite secondary character of The Simpsons, and it mm. is Edna Rabuffle. Ooh, I love her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love Edna. Great character. Was like they're easily in my top. 10 yeah does not appear on my list yeah uh but yeah was close great character and this isn't on my prediction list for you Is i it almost not? put it on no i wrote it <laughs> and then i crossed it out and put a different one for number four so yeah. i'm already losing <laughs> but yeah go on why why um, so there's loads of reasons why i absolutely love her she's horny af <laughs> she i just love that she sort of slips into episodes because she's like sleeping with someone or trying to sleep with someone or like is trying to flirt with someone like i love that about her character um i love that she is quite um quite negative about the world um and she's just like Hah! like yeah whatever kind of thing <laughs> you give me fever 
when you touch me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever! Ha! Kill me. But one thing that I love about her character is that she actually, like the the very few moments that she actually cares about Bart and she actually cares about teaching. Like I find it really heartwarming and I just, mm. I just feel like she's, um, I just feel a bit sorry for her because I feel like life's just not been very kind to her. I feel like she's had a bit of a crap life. And um, mm. so, yeah, I just feel like there's so much to this character that's not, I mean, you could go deeper with her. I mean, I mean, I wasn't really going to mention it, but obviously um, the character was killed off um, yes. recently. I think um, I'm not quite well, sure. Well, recently to me. Yeah. Anything after Series 10 <laughs> is recently to yeah, me. Yeah, basically I'm the same. Um, I didn't even find when it was, but... Um, I've never seen that episode, like because I know uh, Marsha Wallace, who voices the character, she passed away, and then yeah, they... I think it was only a couple of years ago, so I'm guessing it was only sort right. of a couple of seasons ago, so like late twenties. Right. But obviously, listeners, if you want to correct us, feel free to correct us. But Bob and I don't mm. really watch past twelve. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. um, so when I was sort of going through my reasons why I liked her, a lot of her standalone episodes are really high up in my lists of favorite favorites in the season so um mm-hmm. like for instance a couple of seasons um sorry episodes in seasons that i love is like bart the lover um, oh, yeah, which is one. which is sort of the first episode where um you find out about her tragic life so mm-hmm. before that she's just a teacher that doesn't like Bart but then obviously you then it delves more into the character of being um she's a bit sad and pathetic and it's really sad and Bart then starts to feel sorry for her I also really like her in like grade school confidential when she starts getting with Skinner for the first time and that whole sort Mm -hmm. of character uh storyline and the character arc sort of starts with that um so yeah I just I just really like her and I just think she's quite underrated for a character um i think she's got a lot of depth like a lot of the things on my list i was like the things i was flip-flopping is like i like this character because they've got loads of gags and they're really funny but then i like this character because they're funny but they've also got like loads of heart and loads of depth and i think she definitely is on that side of things she's very fleshed out yeah um one thing i did want to sort of ask you us what's your opinion and you may not have one but i want to know your opinion on her relationship with ned her relationship with ned <laughs> yeah did, did you not know that they got married no because <laughs> it's past series 10 <laughs> so um i'm not quite sure what season it's in um but i do remember watching it once or twice but yeah basically there was this whole um episode where at the end of the episode you had to vote whether or not ned and nedna as they're 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 sort of known as i if, missed all if, this i missed it if nedna um end up together or not and apparently the votes came in that they do deserve to be together so they end up getting married and then i would vote no i know it's it's very very bizarre and then i think i mean i haven't actually seen the episode where she dies because i don't actually think that there's an actual episode of her dying i just think it's referenced um and then basically 
the whole point of the character dying is sort of taken away because people are just taking the piss that Ned's lost two wives now. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, Homer just, like, makes a massive joke that the fact that he's now, like, widowed twice. But, yeah, I just I wanted to know your opinion, but obviously you didn't even know it existed, so... <laughs> I didn't know. My opinion is gobsmacked. Like, I'm, I'm shocked. All these revelations past Series 10, I, I didn't know, know that. They, um... They're obviously um, the complete opposites, and I don't think they suit. But no. to be honest, I haven't seen many episodes of them actually together, so I don't know what the chemistry is like. So any listeners, I'd love to know your opinion on the whole Nedness situation. If you like it, if you don't like it, just let us know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Or if you didn't even know, like me. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're like Bob and didn't even know, that's even better. <laughs> no. Wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> But uh, yeah, great character. And like, uh, what was the episode? Oh, Bart the Lover, great yeah, episode. Love that episode. Great School Confidential, great episode. Yeah. 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 Great choice. So yeah, so uh, Edna is my um, number four. Okay. I think my number four is going to surprise you. Okay. Uh, my number four, I think this is one of those things where like nostalgia plays a lot into it. When I was a kid, I, if you had asked me, I'd have been like, this is my favorite character. Because they're just a silly character. They're like not not got any depth. I don't even think they've got a char- an episode where they're the main character. <laughs> um, my number four is Police Chief Wiggum. Oh my god, I <laughs> love Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a joke machine. He's just incompetent. He reminds me of like I love the character trope of a stupid king. Yeah, and um, he's like that. He has this authority, but he's a, a buffoon, and it just that always makes me giggle. So he is the opposite, no depth. Like you never feel sorry for him. There's never any like episodes where he's like the heart of the episode, <laughs> but always makes me laugh. Whenever I think of Police Chief Wiggum, I always think like a little quote that Ben and I always say to each other when we're just kind of like sitting on the sofa and I like want to change the channel or something. I always go to him, Clancy, use the remote. <laughs> <laughs> Say, use the remote. Oh, yeah. Oh, can we talk about Chief Wiggum? Ah, ah, ah. So good. And obviously, there's like quotes I use all the time. Bake them away toys. Oh, I my use God. All the time. Bake them away toys. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Take them away, boys. Hey, I'm the chief here. Bake them away, toys. What'd you say, chief? Do what the kid says. There's, there's nothing clever about his jokes. They're just rubbish. They're silly, like, like uh, he, he called me Chief Piggum. <laughs> Sideshow Bob has no decency. He called me Chief Piggum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I get it. <laughs> Good. That's like, it's just, it's just so stupid. I love stupid. the bit in um, the episode where um, Homer's mum got back and... Um, he gets attacked by like the germs and he goes <gasps> I can breathe again <laughs> um, so yeah his incompetence really makes me laugh and I also really love and I forgot how much they went back to this well until like my recent rewatch but his rivalry with Quimby oh, I yeah. find hilarious where they're always like each other's throats like putting each other down like you talk the talk but do you walk the walk I'm like stuff. Chief Wiggum is definitely my top 10 I love him. He, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a good choice. So a couple of episodes that I think are spotlight ones for him, even though he doesn't have like a main episode. 
Well, he kind of does because the Chief Wigan oh PI section from Simpsons spin-off showcase is incredible. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love so that. Good. And the combination of him and Skinner is just is it's perfect. It's so random. Skinny boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's been making, just thinking about that segment has been making me oh, laugh today. I love that. I also love, the reason like he was my favourite when I was a kid is because um, the episode where they get Laddie. Oh, uh, the dog, Mutiny. Yeah. yeah, and when they go and do the drug bust at the end and they all end up <laughs> singing Jammin' by Bob Marley. <laughs> Apparently, like, I, I read somewhere that um, that... That was all like just completely random, and oh, he really? just started doing it, and everyone was like, "You need to do this more." And they recorded him <laughs> doing it, and it was just, uh, it, it just happened, and it was just so random, and it was so good that they kept it in. Wiggum singing jamming was like my favorite thing in The Simpsons when I was a kid, and I actually tried to find that like sound clip on soundboards online. I had like a little MP3 of it. Of him singing jamming on my mini disc. No way. <laughs> yes way. So old school. Hey everybody, how you doing? Hey, what's up there? I love this song. Hey, Chief. Love Shut up! I love this song. Oh yeah. Shut up, bro. I wanna jam it with you. Jamming, jamming, and I hope you like jamming too. See you through, baby. Cause every day we pay the price for the thing we sacrifice. Jamming to the jamming to jamming to jamming. I can't really remember that. We're jamming. so yeah so that's got that's why he's got to be in there that's and, brilliant um, yeah him with the dogs as well i've been starving them teasing them singing off <laughs> <key. name> <laughs> release the dogs gee they look pretty mad yeah i've been starving them teasing them Singing off key. Me, my mama, me, moo, So there, all these reasons, the fact that I keep laughing just talking about him, this is why. This is my like pure comedy character. He's brilliant. In at number four. And a younger me would have put him way higher because he's a joke machine. He he's really he is a good he's a brilliant character. And as I said, like he's not on my list, but he's definitely in my top ten somewhere. Yeah. So same same with Edna for me, so yeah, strong Other. lists. Yeah. It's getting it's getting good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, moving on, my number three. See, Oof. see, the thing is, what I'm umming and ahhing about is because um, I feel like the characters that I've picked have all like go hand in hand almost with one another. Um, right. And it might be a bit, it might overlap a little bit and it might be a bit... Um, repetitive but um my number three is seymour skinner oh, i knew it it's my number three on my guess for you <laughs> yeah and to be honest he probably would have been on my top four but i was like emma's definitely putting him yeah. in so i'm gonna make because he would have been my number four and i was like wiggum's going in there because emma's gonna put yeah. Skinner in there. and so. i told you it's unpredictable it's de- it- I knew it was yeah it had to be skinner to be honest he was he was one that i kept 
inserting and taking out because as he was one that I just absolutely love, but I can't always pinpoint why I love him. He's like sweet and naive and geeky and like really cute and um and so boring yeah that's that's what i mean like he's so boring and i feel like if i was if i was like a character in the simpsons or like if he was like a real life person like i wouldn't like him i wouldn't be his friend no he'd be insufferable he just yeah he's just like so boring but as a character i absolutely love him and like i have mentioned um in my notes that at the very beginning, so the early sort of few seasons, um, I absolutely love the weird relationship that he has with his mum. Oh, yeah. I owe everything I have to my mother's watchful eye and swift hand. Oh, there's mother now. Watching me. What's that, mother? Well, I have a right to be here. It's school business. I... Mother, that sailor suit doesn't fit anymore! I think we should go. Uh-huh. But for me, it gets old really quickly. So sort mm-hmm. of after sort of season three or four, I'm then like, okay, I'm done with this joke. But I think it's because I really don't like Agnes. <laughs> so I'm, g- I'm going to blame her. <laughs> so she... I better change my number three. <laughs> is, is she your number three? <laughs> I was going to say. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just – I love him, and I love his growth as as a character. Like, I feel like the first couple of seasons he wasn't entirely fleshed out and he was a lot more normal, say. He, you know, like, he had normal interests and he wasn't as boring. Um, But then – In them early series, though, like, every now and then, like, something – there'll be, like, a little bit of weirdness that creeps out, like when he's trapped underneath the newspapers and the and he barges into the courthouse. That's just so out of left field. It's so so random, yeah. It all started a week ago. I was at my desk revising and updating the school dress codes when I was suddenly confronted by a gang of toughs acting on behalf of one Bart Simpson, or so they said. We really think there's promise in a boy. Get out! Okay, okay, you don't have to yell. (sighs) To get my mind off that ugly confrontation, I went home and began bundling my old newspapers. But suddenly the pile fell. I was trapped. Let this be a lesson to recycle frequently. For the next week, I stayed alive by eating my mother's delicious preserves and maintained my sanity by dribbling a nearby basketball with my one free hand. I made a game of it, seeing how many times I could bounce the ball in a day and then trying to break that record. That's like the first hint of like there's more to him, this like weird him and barging in at the end. And obviously one of the special mentions um, for listeners that have listened to our previous episodes, what, another one of the reasons why I love him is because he's in the B-sharps. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's <laughs> a, I forgot to mention, that's another reason I love, that's another great one for yeah. Wigan. Because Wigan's the one who gets kicked out and he, he's hanging his head out the side of the door. Out of the car. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah b sharp the, the b sharps crew is amazing yeah like i feel like the list of characters that they pick to be in the b sharps are spot on they're like just amazing. a fun combination yeah, really good. When they, whenever they get like an, a fun combination of characters and put them together think about like the pin pals yeah. episode as well yeah exactly Bart on the road like when they get like four characters and just shove them together just it's random. always fun yeah exactly no i totally yeah. agree um so some of the um episodes that i've um 
sort of highlighted that I love about Skinner is um, obviously grade school confidential. It's the same as Edna. I just love them as a couple. Um, But I also love, it's weird. I I also love the fact that they never quite happen as well. Mm. Um, I just, I really like the way that that's um, always a, a maybe it's never they never fully getting to a proper relationship it's like a, a weird tragic relationship which is it's actually like really engrossing yeah. even though you're watching the simpsons it's like this because it's one of the few bits of like you know continuing narrative that goes on through them episodes like they're together and after that for a while yeah exactly and i think that um with other sort of um comedies those characters will they won't they always end up getting together but these characters just don't and i think that's what's it fresh um Mm. and obviously skinner's mum is always like the third wheel of their relationship which um is obviously why they don't fully get together um but yeah so Mm -hmm. i won't go into too much detail because obviously i've covered that in edna um but i also love um sweet seymour skinner's badass song it's such a good episode. So good. Um, it's, it's fantastic. And I feel like it's his standalone episode where you learn a lot more about him as an individual because I feel like he's always just with someone else in an episode. Yeah. It's always about someone else um, as well. You like, get to view him through Bart's lens of like realising, oh, he's just a guy. Yeah, and I feel like, like... he's just a guy. I relate to that so much as when you see, like, when he was at school and you used to see teachers outside of school when it's like mm. oh well, actually they are real people and they're not just your teacher kind of thing they have actual yeah. lives um and it's really really tragic that episode i feel really sorry for him but at the same time it's kind of it is one of those situations where you're like oh okay this is his deal kind of thing um you feel sorry for him but at the same time you're like oh you're so pathetic yeah exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) and obviously um going back to wiggum as well like skinny boy with wiggum like such a random combination of characters but it works so well um okay so i wanted to ask you like what is your opinion on principal and the pauper i really like that episode oh i do too you either love it or hate it There's a few that, that I feel like there's a few episodes that people love or hate, and as we come to them, we're going to see. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to hit one that we just totally disagree. Yeah, on. I mean, I feel like we will talk about this episode in um, a later uh, episode, probably a lot more in depth. So I won't go too much yeah. detail into it. But I just wanted to know your general opinion. Like, I know it's really sort of debated amongst the Simpson community, but. I personally, I quite like it. I like it as an episode. I, I don't. I know. I I never understood why people get so wrapped up on this being like, oh, it breaks everything. It's ridiculous. I'm like, this is no more ridiculous than like the beer baron episode that, yeah, exactly. that was like the series before, which is just as ludicrous. Yeah, exactly. And the ending is just as crazy, and people love that episode. Yeah. So I don't know why people pick this as like, ah, oh, that one's uh, that's too much. Really? Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, this for me was always um, one of those things where it was never, I mean, I might be wrong, but I felt like it was never in syndication. It was never one of those episodes that was ever on TV when I was a kid. So it was always rumoured and, oh, you know that episode, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like I never mm. I never saw it very often. So when I saw it, I was like, yes, love this episode. When I saw this on telly the first time, I was like, 
I didn't realize that afterwards everyone hated it. I was just remembered it as being like a cool episode, and like I actually thought it was like a really cool twist. I was like really like excited watching it. Yeah. Like whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. And I didn't realize that everyone else hated it for years. Yeah. But now, you, now you, you live in the world of the internet. You have to know everyone's opinion on everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Um, but I, I love it. Um, yeah. So. A couple of my favourite quotes about Skinner, and they are memed the hell out of. So okay. they're really, you know, everyone's going to know them. So my first one is, am I out of touch? No, it's oh, the yeah. children that are wrong. <laughs> I feel like that a lot as I'm getting older. Yeah. Am I so out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. That's so relatable. That, I think <laughs> that is memed for a reason. Yeah. We all relate to that. Yeah. And the other one is, um, it's like, I think it might be from season one. It's like a really low angle shot of Principal Skinner. And it literally just yeah. says, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> My husband sends that to me all the time. Like, if, if, if we like eating tacos or something and i'm like i'm done after like two tacos he sends me that and says pathetic <laughs> he sends it to me all the time <laughs> yeah that's that, i love that image like that that image of him is so good yeah um i love the uh we talked about uh seymour skinner's badass song yeah that has like one of my favorite clips in it which is the i'm gonna write the great american novel billy and the oh Clonosaurus. yes billy that and the section Clon- is so good i love that <laughs> now i I finally have time to do what I've always wanted, write the great American novel. Mine is about a futuristic amusement park where dinosaurs are brought to life through advanced cloning techniques. I call it Billy and the Clonosaurus. Oh, you have got to be kidding, sir. First you think of an idea that has already been done, and then you give it a title that nobody could possibly like. Didn't you think this was... The bestseller list for 18 months! Every magazine cover had it! Popular movies of all time, sir! What were you thinking? I mean, thank you. I'll come again. I love his relationship with Bart. Like, just it, like Bart and Skinner's relationship. Not just in that episode, but they always have like a, they make like uneasy truces. Yeah. Every now and then. I just really love their relationship. Yeah. I love his relationship as well with Bart. And it's weird because I feel like they genuinely care about each other, but they can't be seen to the outside world to be caring about each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Bart's like, oh, he's a teacher. I can't sort of treat him like an actual human. And then he's like, yeah. oh, you're my mortal. Like, Skinner to Bart is like, oh, you're my mortal enemy and you cause me so yeah. much grief I shouldn't like you. But they, they do secretly. It's like a mutual agreement. The only other Skinner line that I think about a lot is uh, it's from, I think it's from the PTA Disbands, which is another episode I love. Yeah. Um, and it's, prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that episode. Our demands are very reasonable. By ignoring them, you're selling out these children's futures. Oh, come on, Edna. We both know these children have no future. <laughs> prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Skinner, like such a great character, and like I said, I knew you were going to use him. Otherwise, he would have definitely been on my list. Yeah, and obviously, a notable mention um, was Principal Charming, mm-hmm. um, and just him and Patty are such a random pair. But I just, mm. I just think it works because they're both so pathetic. So 
pathetic. So pathetic. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that I post that everywhere now. <laughs> Honourable mention also from Skinner is, we haven't, I can't believe we didn't even mention it, 22 short films. Oh my hands. god. I can't <laughs> believe I didn't even mention it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I only just thought of it the <laughs> oh last second god. there. Talking about memes, like the most memed Simpsons clip ever. Exactly, and um, Bill Oakley, who I'm a huge fan of, that I follow on every form of social media, he says that it's like one of the greatest things he's ever written, ever. Yes. And like, he's so it's proud perfect. of it. It's so perfect. And, because I love Chalmers as well. Oh, yeah, like their, their sort of relationship and their um, the way they go back and forth with each other is hilarious as yeah. well, so... So, yeah. Chalmers' just reaction to Skinner's Skinner's lines is just so good. I, uh, I watched one the other day, and it's just Skinner just talking. He's like, "What an odd thing to say." <laughs> <laughs> just so like plain. Because <laughs> I just think he's the only person in the whole of the Springson, uh, like the Simpsons universe, and the whole of Springfield that um, sort of realizes how pathetic and how weird. He is. Yeah, he like calls him out he's and like, shit, and everyone else just lets he's slide. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Seymour, you're an odd man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Uh, Brilliant, brilliant. So that's uh, we talked a lot about Skinner, but that's because he nearly made my list too. (laughs) So my number three, this is this is odd one because this is another. I said I love characters of heart, and I've picked another absolute gag machine as my number three. Gag machine, similar similar to Wiggum, like not really any episodes that are just about him. He just pops up in lots, but whenever he pops up, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> and that is Lionel Hutz. Oh, my God. So he was going to be on my list. So he's in my top 10. He's yeah. brilliant. Or Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> every time. I Sometimes I forget that he's in an episode. I love him. And every time he pops up, I'm like, oh, yes. Like there's a whole section now of like Hutz action. Yeah, I love him. He's brilliant. He's he's a good shout. Yeah, and obviously R.I.P. Phil Hartman, like amazing performance on this character. I just think Phil Hartman could read the news and be absolutely hilariously perfect. He'd make the news worth listening to. Exactly. It's it's literally the biggest loss to the world when he sadly passed away and it was so tragic. I can't look or drink. I like drinking bourbon every now and then, but I can't drink it without thinking (laughs) bourbon, brownest of the brown liquors. (laughs) What's that? You want me to drink you? But I'm Um, in a trial. I love that. She forgot she was carrying that bottle of delicious bourbon, brownest of the brown liquors. So tempting. What's that? You want me to drink you, but I'm in the middle of a trial. Excuse me. Hello, David. I'm really tempted. Just take it one day at a time and know that I love you. I love you too, man. (laughs) Hello, David. (laughs) I love it. That delivery is just so good. It's... It's an, like you say, it's an absolute perfect character. And the, no, money down. Like, <laughs> any opportunity where I can change the punctuation in a sentence to reference no money down is so rewarding. It's brilliant. He's, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. I move for a bad court thingy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that. I won. <laughs> 
That's why you're the judge and I'm the law talking guy. <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. Mm. Mr. Hutz, do you know you're not wearing any pants? What? Ah! I move for a bad court thingy. You mean a mistrial? Yeah. That's why you're the judge and I'm the law talking guy. The lawyer. Right. Can you imagine like a every... world without lawyers? <laughs> 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 every line is like amazing. Like, I could literally just say any line. He's um, brilliant. But I had to pick a few episodes. Like I say, he doesn't have any episode where he's the main character, but a few of my favorite uh, appearances, Margin Chains, which yep. is where he's, that's literally where all the quotes I just said come from. <laughs> um and obviously, Day That Violence Died is the one with no money down. So that's why them two are in there straight away. But I also love his appearance in Treehouse of Horror 4 Wait. with the jury of the damned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is actually, I think, one of my favorite Treehouse segments. Yeah, it's really up there. Yeah. It's, it's one I remember all the time. <laughs> um, oh, and obviously, I'm not wearing a tie at all. <laughs> I'm like, not wearing a tie at all. <laughs> it's just the way he like reveals it, and it's like dangling and he's doing out it of his arm so, for so long as well. He's like, "Is that ooh. what you think?" Well, if that's what you think, <laughs> it just goes on and on. Oh my god! Yeah, so this is just a character. Every single line is gold. Every time he appears in an episode, I'm like just happy. Even an episode it might not be one of my favorites. When he appears in it, I'm like. Yes, it's like goes up in my estimation instantly. I always feel like that if obviously Phil Hartman hadn't been passed away, that mm. they would have definitely done a standalone episode. Yeah, definitely. Where they would have kind of delved more into the character. Um, and yeah. I just feel so robbed and cheated that we were like those characters, such as Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz, were just taken because they are some of the best characters and you could do so much with them yeah. but i'm so glad that they didn't replace phil hartman as well you couldn't have no. it would be so obvious yeah. there's so many examples of episodes after he's passed away where you're like that would have been troy mcclure or that would have been yeah. Lionel hearts and they really have trouble filling that void like i feel like after the death of Phil Hartman and obviously the characters were retired, any sort mm. of court scene is now like the blue head lawyer, which I yeah. don't really rate as a character. Like, I get it. <laughs> the fact that his name is just <laughs> blue haired lawyer. Exactly. Like, it just, you could tell that they are using him instead of Lionel Hutz. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I love him. He's he's brilliant. He He's definitely in my top ten. Yeah. So, Wow. Um, some really strong lists so far. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to your number two. You, you're going to know who my number two is. So, <laughs> and the listeners by now probably know my number two as well. But um, my number two is Selma. I guessed it. I knew. <laughs> so um, I picked her over Patty for several different reasons. Um, and okay. I feel like she, some of the reasons why I love her crossover a little bit with Edna Krabappel as well because they're both mm -hmm. really like cynical they're both very negative and things like that which I love and also sort of as a parallel to Edna Krabappel as well she's really horny as well <laughs> mm -hmm. so you love all the horny characters I love all the horny characters yeah exactly um but she's just so more 
likable, I think, than Patty, which is why I picked her over mm-hmm. Patty because um, I feel like she's just so much more relatable. Like even yeah, though she's much more sympathetic. Yeah, she's in a weird way. She's warmer as as warm as mm. they can get, if that makes sense. Um, it doesn't necessarily get a chance to always show her warmth. Yeah. So when you get those spotlight episodes, and she does more spotlight episodes than Patty as well. Yeah, exactly. Because of that, I think. Yeah. And um, she's just desperate to settle down, but she just she wants what Marge has got. What, like the yeah. kids, the marriage, and the stereotypical like family, but just not with Homer. Just, yeah, just not with Homer. But she, <laughs> she just like doesn't ever get that, and I think yeah. she doesn't have that because of her sister, which is sweet. But obviously, it is what it is. Um, but I love. It makes me kind of resent Patty a little bit. Yeah, and but then again, in Principal Charming, she gave up being with Skinner for Selma so it's kind of like they kind of did it both to each other kind of um Mm. but I also even though she hates Homer like I love the relationship that they both have yeah because they just take the piss out of each other and it's it's hilarious and it, it does make for for good good jokes and stuff but um yeah, I, I love her. Um, and a couple of the episodes that I sort of highlighted that I love most about her is um, A Fish Called Selma, so when she marries mm-hmm. Troy McClure, um, mm-hmm. Black Widower, where she marries Sarcho Bob. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Selma's Choice, so that's the one where mm, she... I just watched that one. So um, it's where obviously she decides that she wants kids and then looks after, but at least for the day and then she's like, yeah, I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I did that before having kids. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that when you're carrying know, a child right now. I know. I joke. I love my children. Um, <laughs> but um, And then I also love um, Homer versus Patty and Selma as well. Mm. That's a really good episode that highlights like the character of uh, the back and forth of Homer. It's one I always forget. It's one I have actually like... It was never on my recorded VHS, so every now and then there'll be an episode in the series which I don't know as well, yeah, and that's see, one of them. There was, um, see, I'm the opposite. The reason why I love it is because I had a VHS, not that I recorded, that I actually purchased. That was um, right. the Simpsons versus the World, I think it was called, and it was like right. all the like Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, or whatever the episode. Bart versus Australia. Bart versus Australia and then Homer versus Patty and Summer. It's like all those episodes right. all together in like one sort of collection of, of episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So I always had that on VHS. I used to watch it a lot. So that episode is quite um, nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and maybe that contributes a little bit to why I love Selma so much. For me, like... When I was a kid growing up, it would always just be like, oh, it's Patty and Selma. And I feel like they're characters that you don't appreciate till you start getting a bit older as much. Because they're characters for me in recent years, I've been like, oh, they're great. They're so yeah, good. And but they were never really much to me as a kid. That's exactly. And especially being able to like pick out the differences between them. Because when I'm a kid, it's, oh, it's Patty and Selma. I wouldn't know which one was That's which. That's exactly now, how I obvious. feel. Um, I'm going to be honest, like, I didn't really like them as characters as kids i didn't appreciate them but i definitely like them a hell of a lot more now that i'm an adult um Mm. i wouldn't say that i relate to them because i'm not a very negative person i'm quite a positive person so i don't relate to them as as being like them at all but um which is kind of weird because i can't really describe why i like them so much i just do (laughs) 
Because they just speak. They said they tell it how it is. Yeah, they just yeah they just speak their mind, I guess, and, and the yeah, audience's I mind, I guess. Um, but I know it's really funny, but I really like the the gags at the beginning of the seasons where they they go on holiday and they have their like little slideshows and stuff. Oh, I love them. I just think they're hilarious. And this is Patty trying to plug her leg razor into one of those ungodly Czechoslovakian outlets. As you can see, we never did get the hang of it. Ay, caramba! They say everyone can float in the Dead Sea, but Selma sank right to the bottom. But yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, Selma They're is... They're on the tandem bike together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about Selma a lot, so um, I think we'll leave her there. But um, one thing I did want to mention before leaving her is um her marriages so mm. obviously her first marriage she gets married a lot first one that was shown in the series was Sideshow bob yes um in a later episode it's referenced that she married lionel hutz which yeah which I, is weird i saw that today when i was looking up lionel hutz <laughs> yeah. when i was trying to remember which episodes and it was like the list on whatever website i was on was like spouses selma and i was like is this an episode I met? What is this? Bob, it gets so much weirder, right? So I've okay. actually written a note that says not an episode. In other words, like it was never sort of a standout episode on its own. Obviously, then she marries Troy McClure, which is mm-hmm. a fish named Selma, which is one of my faves. Um, this is another one that's not an episode of its own, but apparently she married Disco Stew. Okay. Which is weird. And this is where you're going to freak out. So apparently in season 18, episode 15, she marries Grandpa. No, don't like that. Weird, all right? It's so don't weird. Like it. So I was reading um, like the Simpsons wiki page and it basically said that it made Homer and Marge like step cousins, siblings, aunties. Like it was literally the weirdest thing ever. Um, and apparently they genuinely like really liked and cared for each other but apparently it was too weird which is why the marriage ended <laughs> it's no, just like one like that. it's just like one standout episode but how weird is that she should have stuck with hans Malman. what the hell well it was hans Malman. it was actually mentioned because it said that the reason why she didn't want to kiss hans Malman was because he was too old <laughs> but grandpa is old so it made exactly, no sense exactly yeah so, Isn't yeah. Hans Malman actually like not that old? I think I swear in one it's episode like, it has its It says something age. like, um, um, I'm actually 30, but I drink a lot or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> So weird. I'm going to be listening out for that reference of her marrying uh, Lionel Hutz because I don't remember that in it. I feel like when I re-watch and come across that, I'll remember. When I was doing my Selma research, it said something like, um, I think it was around the episode where Apu was trying to... Uh, like get a date before he marries Mandula. Like you know when oh, he's right. trying to um find someone to pretend to be his like yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Um I think in that episode, listeners correct me if I'm wrong, I think um she says something like, um my surname's already like Selma Bouvier. Yeah. Tawilligar, Hutz, McClaw, Disco Stew I can't have Nahasa Pima Petalon at the end or something like yes, that. Like that's, right. that's how it's mentioned because yeah. that's why I made the sort of points of mentioning that Lionel Hutz and Disco Stu, they, so I think that episode's like what, season nine, season 10, mm. those episodes don't exist. So they were just kind of like 
just mentioned they weren't yeah, actually yeah. that was the only wedding reference to after them. wedding after wedding <laughs> exactly <laughs> but um so yeah um i just wanted to mention that whole grandpa thing because it was i haven't watched the episode i don't know what the situation is but it's if you've really, watched that episode really can weird. you please let us know if it's worth watching listeners and if you want to watch the episode it's season 18 episode 15 yeah please report back to us because we don't want to watch it <laughs> Well, maybe we do. If you're a big Selma fan, and it's a good maybe, one. Maybe, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I guess I guessed your number two. Yep. I think I might have guessed your number one as well. Yeah, yeah, you uh, definitely have. <laughs> uh, but my number two. I don't think I can guess yours. I'm not going to lie. Like your list has been very um, unpredictable. So I'm, it, I'm interested. It's, it took me by surprise. This this whole topic is one, despite me knowing that we were going to do this show and thinking like this would be a good one to start with. I hadn't actually sat and thought until this afternoon, what characters do I like? And uh, so this is just like things that came to me and I was like, it must be them. Yeah. So this is a great character, uh, Milhouse. Oh my God. And I kind of felt like you would go with Milhouse, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I love Milhouse. He moved up my list as it went. He started at number four and as it went on, I was like, no, actually, he kept creeping (laughs) up. He's my number two. Yeah, I love Milhouse. He's, He's another character that has just like brilliant quote after quote after quote yeah i mean what i've written here is i said it's written it's not what he does it's what is done to him and what happens around him because even the episodes where he has a bigger role it's like he's still not really the main character it's things happening around him like um when his parents like get divorced it's about them but he is obviously affected by it it. then goes into a homer and marge episode as well yeah which annoys me because i love the episode but that whole twist to it annoys me i would say the only one where he's like got or the only one that comes to my mind instantly where he's like the spotlight character the main character would be radioactive man yeah but then where he is for but then i still kind of feel like because he's like a bit depressed about it he doesn't he's just a bit like oh i hate being a celebrity it doesn't he doesn't shine in it even though it's like no overall Um, spotlight one for him an episode that i love about millhouse is is still you know, it's another Bart episode, but um, Bart sells his soul. I just, I've got it here yeah. as one of my faves. Yeah, I just love his like character in that, just like throughout. He's a bit like chaotic in that one, but in a way I actually <laughs> like it's because he's got some power for the first time, and he's like m- like maniacal laughing like, and things yes. like that. <laughs> yeah, he gets like power mad, and he trades them in. He trades the soul in for Alfpogs, which is like <laughs> most very memorable moment from Millhouse. I love that. I kind of traded your soul to the guy at the comic book store. But look, I got some cool pogs. Elf pogs. Remember Elf? He's back in pog form. <laughs> uh, Bart on the Road, obviously. I love Bart on the Road. I love Bart on the Road. He is an integral part of that episode. Just all four of those characters together is just like a perfect synergy. Yeah. It's a bit like the B-sharps. Yeah. Um, and then Summer of Four Foot Two is one of my fave episodes, and he is so good in that. Like that might be my favorite Millhouse episode, even though it's a Lisa episode. Hey, the dad, he looks like you. <laughs> exactly, the dad. You've got uh, Bart telling him to hide in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> You've got uh, him signing Lisa's yearbook of like, see you in the car. See you in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Millhouse. It's brilliant. So it's all about what happens to him. It's like the bit with the uh, the reference to the fugitives where it's like he has to jump out of the... Oh, yeah. He jumps over the waterfall thing. <laughs> I, I didn't don't do care. anything. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, I didn't do anything. I don't care. 
yeah um yeah. it's all about what happens I around love, them um, yeah. so you know like we've said it before but we listen to other simpsons podcasts and one recently yeah, yeah. was um the one with brother faith and it's the bit yes. where he um now i don't need my glasses <laughs> <laughs> i love him in that yeah. and then he ends up getting over <laughs> That's an underrated Series 11 episode. It's a good Series 11 episode. I really like episode. that episode, yeah. yeah. But um, that that's just like Milhouse being stupid again. Like, yeah. I just love him. He's like even... He's he's like a dweeb in a different way to like I can't, Martin Prince. Yeah, I can't like pinpoint if... I mean, he is geeky to a certain extent, but then he's not because a lot of the episodes sort of highlight him, highlight him as not being very intelligent. So it's like it doesn't. Yeah. It almost doesn't make sense because. There's... And I'm not a massive fan of his like. I'm obsessed with Lisa stuff. No, I hate that. His Lisa crush stuff like, is kind of lame. I feel like it probably would have been fine if it was just like one, maybe two references. Yeah. But I just feel like they killed it a little bit. Like for me, yeah. like, as I was explaining with the Skinner stuff, like the whole thing with Skinner's mum being like a cock blocker, basically. Yeah. Um, that irritates me because I feel like it's done too much. And I feel like mm-hmm. the whole Millhouse loving Lisa thing is also a bit done too much. Um, yeah. It would have been funny if he'd left it once or twice. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But he's great as like a, just a victim. Like I said, I don't care like the fugitive reference and the, um, the guess who likes you. Oh my <laughs> and, God. Yeah, ambulance. <laughs> I love that. And then he like <laughs> twiddles his fingers like. Yeah, <laughs> so good. One thing I did want to mention, um, it's not directly Millhouse, but it always makes me laugh, is like in the future episode where Lisa gets married, like the wedding episode. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like talking about a wedding dress. And then she's like, mom, what about Millhouse? Oh, Millhouse doesn't count. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like sort of referencing that they've slept together in the past and it's like yeah Milhouse doesn't count <laughs> and it was definitely terrible oh i don't want to think about um, Milhouse like in that way obviously the classic Milhouse lines are everything's coming up Milhouse yeah hey they're working my feet are soaked but my cups are bone dry everything's coming up Milhouse uh, that's that's used all the time do you know and, uh, my Oh, go on. Go on. No, 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 you go and, on. <laughs> and uh, my mum thinks oh, I'm cool. Oh, that's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. I've, I've actually seen on social media someone's got a tattoo of him, like, standing there in his little tuxedo looking up going, but my mum thinks I'm cool. <laughs> I specifically said no geeks. But my mum says I'm cool. Next. I was I was reminded of another amazing Millhouse bit that, I, I forgot about it until today, but I just saw the screenshot of it and I was making me laugh so much when they opened the photo booth and he's standing there. My oh, shirt fell off. <laughs> <laughs> My shirt fell off. Do you know what Millhouse episode I do actually really like? Um, the woman on. uh, where... Oh, I can't actually think what the episode's called, but when he gets the girlfriend, Samantha... Oh, Bart's friend falls Bart, in love. Yeah, that's it. I really like yeah, that episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I really like it. And, like, I feel like he's really likable in that episode as well. That's like the closest you get to like sympathetic Millhouse, I think. And he's relatively normal in that episode as well. Like 
he's not a he's not sort of portrayed as a weirdo. He's quite normal. He, in a way, he's actually like weirder than Martin Prince because Martin Prince is just like a geek. Yeah, he's just like awkward and that's what like, I mean. His, he's, he's, even his home life is like weird. Yeah, like Puppy Goo Goo. Yeah, he's he's a weird character. Yeah, and I. It's probably because, like, I know it's it's not actually canon or it's not referenced, but I generally think that Luann and Kirk are like brother and sister. <laughs> they they look so much alike that that could that would explain that, a exactly, lot. Exactly, that's that's my point. <laughs> but yeah, no, Millhouse is is a is a very strong character for your number two, definitely. Yeah, he's brilliant. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, da, 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 you're number one. Most predictable character that Emma loves. Um, obviously, my number one, Sideshow Bob. <gasps> Shock. Yeah, that's what I've written. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, like, the thing is, I so with Sideshow Bob and Selma, I really didn't want to pick them because of how predictable, like I've said on so many countless occasions already, this early podcast, like how much I love them both. Um, so I, I think that's why we had to do the characters one first. So it yeah, would just make it less obvious because otherwise it's going to be very clear which ones we're going to exactly. choose. Exactly. Um, so I really, really didn't want to pick them because of everyone knows how much I love them. But I was just going with my heart. Like they genuinely are my two favorite characters. Mm. Um, 
Okay, so like reasons why I love Bob. Um, it's so weird, but he's such a likable character, even though yeah. he's the villain. Like he's so lovable. Like he's so it's crazy. Like he's trying. He's to, charming. He's very charming. Um, and even though he he's trying to kill Bart, like you can't help but love him. And like mm. he comes across as like a massive underdog because he never ever succeeds in killing Bart. Like so that no. makes him an underdog in my opinion i just recently watched cape fear again and he's so ineffectual in that episode he's terrible yeah, exactly. i forgot how bad he is at like trying to kill exactly Bart. like it's almost like his heart's not in it <laughs> yeah but um it's really funny because i love like the poshness of him and like how much of a standout character he is in springfield because he's the only posh character basically in mm. the whole thing it's like he's the only one with an education exactly in the whole town exactly um and um i don't i don't know if i've mentioned it i can't really remember but i'm an absolute massive fraser fan as well and mm. basically Sideshow like bob is fraser yeah <laughs> and like i don't know if that was um the point at the beginning when the character was created um, because obviously Kelsey Grammer always has always voiced Sartre Bob, so I don't know if that was the intention or if it just even if kind it of, wasn't, it slowly morphed exactly, into it like it just naturally it's just happened. Him. Yeah, um, and Kelsey Grammer is someone that I absolutely love to hate. Like, sorry, hate to love. Sorry, hate to love. Um, I absolutely love Kelsey Grammer, and even though he's this massive like conservative and he's a massive Trump lover and you know, all that. I can't help but love him. He's just one of those people. You're breaking my heart. I know. Um, we won't go into politics on this show because <laughs> I feel like people already know both of our opinions, but yeah, I get enough shit from that. On exactly. Shows. <laughs> we will, we will keep the politics to a minimum. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love Kelsey grammar for so many reasons. So I think, one of the reasons why I love Sideshow Bob is because it is Kelsey Grammer. But I feel like even if it was voiced by someone else, the character wouldn't be as good because I feel like no. Kelsey Grammer makes the character. But I feel like I'd still love the character, if that makes sense. It's a bit like the Phil Hartman, Lionel Hutz Exactly, thing. yeah. It's, it's, someone it's else exactly couldn't like do that. that character and it'd be the same. Yeah, exactly. Like I totally agree. Um I'm going to be honest with you, though. Um, so Kelsey Grammer and Sideshow Bob have quite a lot of episodes past sort of season 12 that I know that neither of us would have seen, but there's loads of them. And I, it's weird because I actually kind of get a bit bored with the whole Bob trying to kill Bart thing. It kind of it gets a bit old for me. So that's why I feel like I love the episodes. What's happening? <laughs> Sorry, that's my cat. I can't see anything. <laughs> Ringo, get down. Come here. Oh, sorry. Ringo, stop treading on the laptop. Doesn't stop the recording, is it? No, no, no. The recording's still going. You're probably going to have to edit this out. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I will. Um, can you? Yeah, you can see me. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I love obviously season one to ten of the whole like Bob Bart thing. Um, but it does go on a bit. Mm. after that which is so it's like the series one to ten sideshow bob episodes are like you've got a handful of absolute just a classic episodes absolute and that's classics, enough yeah i don't need to dig into the ones beyond that yeah exactly so um a couple of the episodes i absolutely love are obviously cape fear yeah which i've mentioned before black widower mm -hmm. um brother from another series which is basically just fraser and niles you do know i 
used to have a problem with trying to kill people. Goodness, I had no idea. For you see, I have been on Mars for the last decade, in a cave, with my eyes shut and my fingers in my ears. Touche, Cecil. Fraser, it's so good. It's so good. I can't wait to talk about that episode because I'm just going <laughs> to fan go over Fraser for like half an hour. Um, and then I don't like it as much as the other three, but I do still like the whole Sideshow Bob Roberts episode where oh, he Sideshow goes. Bob Roberts, I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. where he goes for um, uh, to be mayor. So yeah, I yeah. I really like that episode, but not as much as the other three. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's the special mention. Um, and my f- absolute favourite such a Bob line is die Bart, die. Actually, it's German for the Bart, the. Well, what about that tattoo on your chest? Doesn't it say die Bart, die? No, that's German for the Bart, the. Oh. <laughs> no one who speaks German could be an evil man. I I just watched that, right? And (laughs) as a German student, I got a little bit like, oh, I don't think that's right. Is it not right? I think it should be der Bart der. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, but it'd be das, because then, so name, the word name, Nama, would be uh, a neutral word. So it would be das, das Nama. No, it's it's a masculine word, der Nama. So maybe it should be der Bart der. So (laughs) this is me being picky. So, but, you know, you, I bet you weren't no one who speaks German could be an evil man. I just love the whole thing. And obviously anyone that's been on my Twitter sees that um, that I've got as my sort of like tagged post at the top. Um, so I tried Bob doing that, but someone has like edited it to do, hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling from Fraser, And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just brilliant. So, um yeah, like I could talk about Sideshow Bob for hours. But as I said, like I've mentioned him quite a lot in previous episodes so i won't go on too much about him and you'll continue to do so in following episodes exactly because we still haven't spoken about black widower or cape fear yet so literally Mm. all these episodes are yet to come so yeah and i I expect to see some of them on your lists oh they they will all be on my list i guarantee you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i find it so weird because i'm talking about psycho bob to a bob yeah a real bob you don't, there's not many of us around these days. Dying breed. Yeah. And I'm actually a Bob. I'm not a Robert. Oh, really? No. There you go. Fun fact of the day, guys. Yeah. I'm actually a Bob. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. But um, do you feel like you'd ever use, like, Sightro Bob as, like, a moniker or, like, in something on social media or because your name um, is Bob, you can get away with it? I could do. We could do for, like, a Halloween Halloweeny thing. Yeah. I could be Sideshow Bob for Halloween. I love that. <laughs> As Kelsey Grammer has done before. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that picture of him just walking around <laughs> like LA, like dressed as Sideshow Bob, like absolute <laughs> winner. But yeah. One of my favorite Sideshow Bob moments that I have to, have to, have to mention because I feel like it's my favorite, one of my favorite moments of the whole series um, is when he does the HMS Pinafore stuff. Yeah, I we, we yeah I think I mentioned we talk, we, it. We've just talked about that. I was editing that the other day, yeah. and then I was laughing about us talking about it. <laughs> I um I think I mentioned it in my absolute like favorite episodes. Oh, your four and one yeah, more, yeah, like my, yeah, yeah. All my top like favorite episodes full time. I feel like I mentioned that then. So it is great. Yeah. I watched that episode this week, and I was just like, "This never gets old." It's it's brilliant. I absolutely yeah. love it. So yeah, Sideshow Bob is predictably my number one. 
Fantastic. <laughs> now, my number one is a surprise to me. So okay. I imagine it's going to be a massive surprise to you. Uh, a character, if you'd asked me last week, I would probably have been like, oh, I don't know, no, the program would be in my top 10. And as the week's gone on, I've gone, I think that's my favorite character. No way. That's so random. It's really been a shock. This is Ned Flanders. I love Ned. He was so close to being on my list. Like, I can't tell you how close he was. Um, I love Ned. He's got so he's in it so much as a, he's like the complete opposite to like Lionel Hutz and Wiggum and stuff. Like he's such a central character. After the Simpsons, he's almost like a main character because he's there all the time. Yeah, there's so many Ned standout episodes as well that he has yeah. on his own. Um, but no, uh, like he definitely deserves a spot in this list. He's had, like you say, he's got so many good episodes. Like they've had over the years, they've had so much time to like flesh him out and like spotlight him. One thing that I did notice as we've been going through like the early seasons is the fact that he is obviously I, I know it's probably down to them not knowing where they're going with the character just yet, but he's not as like religious or preachy no. at the very beginning, which I actually prefer. Um, he's just like a well-off neighbor. Yeah, he's yeah, he's just a friendly, well-off neighbor. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just feel like. He's so well developed now that yeah. you can you could just put him in any situation and you'll know the outcome of it. I love him and Homer's relationship where he's always friendly to Homer and Homer hates him but abuses him, like borrowing things, never giving one of them back. Yeah. All that stuff. But then they have these episodes where they have to team up and it's always so enjoyable. Like Homer and Ned together is always so fun. Or Ned sort of flips out at Homer and just like gets sick and tired of him taking advantage. Yeah. I love Ned getting angry. Yeah. That's why I love Hurricane Neddy. It's so good. Calm down, Niddly diddly 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddly iddly iddly diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility diddly diddly diddly. Ah, hell diddly ding dong crap. Can't you morons do anything right? <gasps> hey. Ned, we meant well, and everyone here tried their best. Well, my family and I can't live in good intentions, Marge. Oh, your family is out of control, but we can't blame you because you have good intentions. Hey, back off, man. Oh, okay, dude. I wouldn't want you to have a cow, man. Here's a catchphrase you better learn for your adult years. Hey, buddy, got a quarter? <gasps> I am shocked and appalled. Mr. Flanders, with all due respect, Bart didn't do anything. (gasps) Do I hear the sound of butting in? It's got to be little Lisa Simpson. Springfield's answer to a question no one asked. (laughs) What do we have here? The long, flabby arm of the law? The last case you got to the bottom of was a case of Malamars. Malamars. Oh, that's going in the act. Oh, yeah. The clown. The only one of you buffoons who doesn't make me laugh. And as for you, I don't know you, but I'm sure you're a jerk. Hey, I've only been here a few minutes. What's going on? You ugly, hate-filled man. Hey, hey, I may be ugly and hate-filled, but I've, um... What was the third thing you said? Homer, you are the worst human being I have ever met. Hey, I got up pretty easy. I love that Ned um, has, like, beatnik parents and, like... Yeah. Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> <laughs> there's so... Like you said, there's so much time for him to be, like, fleshed out throughout the series. Um, 
and so a lot of something fun for me a lot of the characters and simpsons are named after just streets in portland that's where matt groening grew up yep and last year i went to portland and i was sat in a very good brewery um i can't remember the name of it <laughs> it was really good and um they had a big standee of ned flanders like in the brewery in the no tap house way. and i was like oh that's awesome and um when we came out i realized i was on flanders road no and I was way. Like, oh, he's named after this place i love that yeah so i accidentally had a beer on flanders road it's really funny because growing up, um, we had a family friend um, who basically looked exactly like Ned Flanders, and um, we used to just call him Ned all the time, and I can't really look at Ned without thinking about said family friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> so some of my favourite Ned episodes, uh, or some ones where I think he's really strong, uh, Hurricane Neddy, which I already mentioned, Love that episode. Um, I also love Home Sweet Home Diddly Dum Doodly. Yeah, I love where that one. The, where the kids move in with the Flanders. And um, his, he's not a main character in this, but such a great memory of him in this one is Bart of Darkness, where Bart thinks he's killed Mort <laughs> and he's screaming at the end over the plant. I love that. It's got to be one of my favourite episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I also like um, the one where Reality Bites, where he goes, purple drapes, I've always wanted purple drapes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> purple drapes, all my life I've wanted purple drapes. Yeah, oh, there's so because he's in it so much, there's so many good lines and quotes and, and episodes and stuff. But um, like I say, I love his relationship with Homer. One I watched recently was the the stealing cable one. Some flim flam man. <laughs> uh, I love Nacho's Flanders style. <laughs> um, you know, the sadness in my bosom is is so so great. The one I, another one I watched recently is the Valentine's Day one. I love Lisa. And he's singing to Maud outside. If, if you, you think I'm cuddly and you want my company, come on, wifey, let, let me, me know. know. If you think I'm cuddly and you want my company, come on, wifey, let me know. Ah, 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 oh. So, so I'm ridiculous. I'm literally just sitting here creasing up to, to all these, like, <laughs> Ned moments. Yeah, and then obviously a real turning point in the series, uh, a point where a lot of people would say it was the last straw for them is the episode where they kill off Mort. Yeah. And I just, I find his character very, after that moment, it's like a very tragic character yeah. in a way in which like, this is too depressing, this is too sad. Yeah, no, I agree. And I just feel like he... I mean, she doesn't define him up until that point, so why should it make no. the character change so much? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. It is a little bit sad. I mean, I'm sure we'll come to that episode and I'm sure we'll discuss it. And Yeah, I'd be interested. Okay, Principal and the Pauper, you said, what do you think of it? Do you love it or hate it? The um, Alone Again, Natural Diddly, do you love it or hate it? <sighs> I don't... <sighs> See, I don't really have much of an opinion on it because I like it and I always thought I liked it. But then when I watched it recently, I forgot how little her death has on the episode. It's it's, it's one of those episodes that it, it's like the turning point for The Simpsons in like season 11 where mm. the episode is just all over the place. 
like oh, yeah. story wise. Um, and I always remembered being a kid and just being like, it was such a controversial episode. So whenever it was on TV, it was like always such a big deal to me. Um, but then when I watched it recently, I was a bit like, I can't believe how little her death impacts this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like it's such a, it feels weird to have that happen. Then afterwards it's like gags for the rest of the episode. Yeah, literally. Um, so I don't know, like I don't, I, I always thought I really liked it, but I'm really not sure anymore. So I'm a bit undecided, to be honest. It's one of them ones where a lot of people say, oh, it's the worst episode of The Simpsons ever. I definitely think it is a turning point for The Simpsons, definitely. But I feel like it was slowly declining before then, and that was just kind of like the cherry on the cake. Or the now in the coffin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I watched all of Series 11 recently. And I was like gearing up for that one. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was like, okay, I haven't seen this pretty much since it was on. I know everyone hates it. Let's go. And at the end of it, I was like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It was yeah, there's no. much worse episodes in series eleven. That's it's e- fine. That's exactly how I feel about it. It's like it. a middle of the se- it's like a middle episode middle of tier. series eleven. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like it I agree with you there. It it isn't as bad as people make out. Like no. I wouldn't say that it's the worst episode in existence. It's not as bad as Saddlesaw Galactica, Saddlesaw Galactica, and that is literally the episode before it. Which one's that? See, I don't even... That's the one where all the jockeys are like elves or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that one's awful. Yeah, it's not as bad as that. And, and it's not as bad as... Um, Lisa Goes Gaga. You probably haven't never seen, seen that, that one. Yeah, no, no. That's an awful episode. Just in Series 11, though, it's not the worst. Like, yeah. the, series 11 has killed the alligator and run. Oh, I hate that episode. Yeah, there's so many in Season 11 that I really don't like. No. So many. But um, no, I agree with you. Um, I definitely feel like it's not the worst in Season 11 by far. Um, but I feel like they could have dealt with Maud's death a lot better I just feel like yeah, the episode is all over a, the place find a, a defter touch but yeah. you do get to find out that Ned has a massive dong in that episode which I actually find quite funny <laughs> yeah it's hilarious and I love every time that he's um he's shown from like topless and like yeah. naked from the waist up and he's like completely ripped absolutely ripped yeah, yeah. Since, since the streetcar named Marge yeah because that's when he first rips off his shirt Stella that is uh, and he's like ripped in that yeah I love that I I love his appearance as Stanley in that episode like Street Car Named Marge like he's he's brilliant yeah yeah I love Ned he he definitely kept entering and leaving my list so he definitely would have been on there so but I'm glad that I didn't put him on there so that we could have this discussion yeah yeah we've had a really different four and I think a real strong bunch of characters yeah definitely so now I'd be interested to hear who's your one more and why okay so my one more is Troy McClure I'm Troy McClure you may remember me from such movies as Cry Yuma and Here Comes the Coast Guard. Whoa, that's a good one. Yeah, and the reason why I knew he would be my one more from the get-go is because apart from A Fish Named Selma, which I'll talk about a little bit more even though I touched it in the Selma stuff, um, Troy McClure actually doesn't really exist in the Simpsons universe until that point. So mm. he's only... Um, Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You'll remember me from such films as... So, like, he's never mm-hmm. actually part of Springfield's universe. Yeah. He's never, like, in the background. He's never... He never has any interaction with any of the characters. He's literally just, like, a celebrity that's on the TV yeah. or in, like, like the movies that the kids watch and things like that. 
so like Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah, so I feel like I really couldn't put him in my list, even though I absolutely love him as a character for that mm. reason. Um, but no, uh, there's so much about him I love, and I think the majority of it does come from a fish named Selma. And a fish named mm-hmm. Selma is actually really high up on my like favorite episodes of all time. It's really, mm-hmm. really high up. Like it just missed my list when we were doing it um, for the previous episode. But it's sort of the similar situation when we were talking about Lionel Hutz. There's so many things I like about him, and it's basically all because of Phil Hartman. Yeah. It's just like he. It's interesting because a fish called Selma, he has that, like, he has one episode, like, which is just all about him. Yeah. And other than that, it's just like cameos, bit parts, exactly. like little one liners. Yeah, exactly. It's which... amazing that they gave a character that has just such small moments, like, a real big role. Exactly. And, like, I feel like they probably would had a toss up between like oh we want to do a sort of Phil Hartman episode who do we Mm. pick Lionel Hutz versus Troy McClaw and I feel like they just kind of went with it because he's probably you could get more storylines out of a washed up actor than um, than you can just a lawyer Um, an incompetent lawyer yeah yeah. exactly Um, but um, as I was like doing my research stuff it's really bugging me because I really wish I wrote it down now. But one of the Simpsons writers, and I'm assuming it's the writer that wrote the Fish Name Selma episode, basically decided that it would be hilarious for him to have a fish fetish. Which I always find so weird. I find it really jarring almost. Yeah, it's really weird because I feel like they could have taken it a lot further or just not bothered mentioning it. It, They they kind of sit in the middle a a bit with it. They could have maybe taken it a little bit further. Mm. Or not bothered mentioning it, and the episode would be exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Are you gay? Gay? I wish. If I were gay, there'd be no problem. No, what I have is a romantic abnormality. One so unbelievable that it must be hidden from the public at all costs. You see? Stop! It's a really weird detail. It's so weird. But then you have all these like, aquariums all over his house and stuff. I think it was probably mentioned because I feel like in the 90s when this sort of episode was written, um, it sort of started coming out that like Richard Gere had that weird like hamster fetish. And yeah. <laughs> I don't believe no, that. No, I don't. I don't. But I feel like it was the sort of period when um, you could make up rumours about celebrities like that and it would yeah. take weight and it probably comes stems from that sort of era of gossip um whereas now like celebrity gossip is sort of probably more popular than the everyday news and people like the daily mail in the uk for the uk listeners obviously would know that they could literally publish anything and people will believe it yes it's kind of the same disgraceful yeah it's kind of exactly the same but yeah i i love him so much like stereotypical washed up movie star just how charismatic and charming he is as a person but i i feel like that is just phil hartman's delivery of his character and that is something that's really missed i think when his character's gone all the like um sort of informational videos and stuff they have to watch in school and stuff i love all those i love those too and like they're just not done understandably or if they are they don't have him and it feels like this would be better if they had troy yeah i can't remember what episode it is but i love the line when um it must be like a future episode so it might be from like lisa's wedding but when they're Mm. um when they go back to the school and it's like um 
they're sort of it's like an infomercial kind of thing and it's like um what's the answer to this question and the girl goes pepsi and he goes partial credit (laughs) if you have three pepsis and drink one how much more refreshed are you you the redhead in the chicago school system pepsi partial credit (laughs) i always think about that (laughs) yeah that's a good one yeah one of my favorite moments um in a fish named Selma is the whole Doctor Zayas thing when he does oh, like the so Planet good. of the Apes. It's so good. I love it. Like it's just brilliant. I can sing. Yeah. Help! The humans about to escape. Get your paws off me, you dirty ape! <gasps> he can talk. 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 I can sing. Oh, help me, Doctor Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, oh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, what's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? You're all so lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well, I couldn't before. That is like the Dr. Zayas musical is a bit like the uh, Sideshow Bob singing the HMS Pinafore. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And... It very watchable. It doesn't get old. Like I can watch that Doctor Zayas musical, the Planet <laughs> musical. Yeah, I love it. I hate every ape I see, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. No, you'll never make a monkey out of me. Oh my God, I was wrong. It was Earth all along. You finally made a monkey. Yes, you finally made a monkey. Yes, you finally made a monkey out of me. I love you, Dr. Zayas. Thank you. Wow, so that, you've really taken me by surprise with your plus one. I guessed your top four. Oh, no, actually, I got your I got number four wrong, didn't I? My guess for number four for you, by the way, was Martin Prince. Oh, my God. Because so, we spoke about him last yeah, time. Yeah, so Martin was actually my flip-flop with Edna. So oh. um, he was actually going to be my number four till right at the last moment, and I chose Edna right. over Martin. But I was actually going to have like a special mention of Martin after you'd done yours. You're right. one more. Well, we can have a little quick special mention of Martin now, if you like, as soon as we're on the topic. Okay. So one of my favourite lines, and I actually posted this on um, Twitter when the actress who voiced Martin, when she sadly passed away, um, mm-hmm. I sort of posted like a thing on Twitter about it. And then um, I put the gif of um, 40 wax with a wet noodle bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's literally like one of my favourite lines. And I just, oh my God, I love Martin as a character so much. Like, he's just this like massive geek, but he's also really like camp. 
And yeah, I'm, but he's so unashamed about exactly. it. He's just so like, this is me. I'm I'm now the princess of summertime, uh, uh, <laughs> prince. <laughs> and like, I know we've spoken about it before, but his whole relationship with um, Nelson is oh, so is good. just like. I love it. Just their whole sort of camaraderie and their whole chemistry that they have together. And I love it. I just love them. You talked about the one, the episode earlier where Millhouse gets the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And I love that Bart's trying to hang out with Martin because, like, Millhouse <laughs> isn't around anymore. It's like, everyone, Bart and I would like to announce that we are friends. It's <laughs> 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 oh, so good. I love him. Yeah. So Martin was really, really close to being. He was four. close for me as well. Yeah. That was like my number five was like possibly Martin. So I was like, I reckon it is for you as well. So he was like just on the edge for both of us. Yeah. So worth a mention. But my num- my plus one for, okay, so this would have been one of my favorite characters previously, but the character has been so controversial in recent years. So you can maybe guess who it is. Yeah. My plus one is Apu. Yeah, Apu, I love was, Apu is really, really high up on my list as well. He... He's up there. I love Apu, but obviously in recent years they've retired the character. There's been some debate whether he's a problematic character or not. Obviously an Indian man voiced by a white guy uh, doing like a stereotypical accent as a joke. But then I feel like the character became so much more than that. Yeah. And became so fleshed out that he became one of my favourite characters. Yeah, no, I love Apu and I feel like, yeah, at the beginning he probably was just put in there as like, an Indian stereotype as like yeah. Willie is a Scottish stereotype and mm-hmm. um, Luigi is the Italian stereotype, etc., etc. Um, but I agree with you. Like his character is so fleshed out that he's yeah. to me, in my opinion, he's so much more than just a stereotype. Now there's so much depth. Exactly. To, there's so much depth to him and his character. And they had episodes where they really tried to flesh him out more and move him out of that. And I love those episodes. Homer and Apu, I love. Um, when he moves in with them and Who Needs the Quickie Mart, the amazing yeah. song. Um, and Much Apu About Nothing, I love when he has to take the citizenship test. Yeah, I love that episode as well. Such a good episode. Yeah. And I love him in, in the, the B-Sharps as yeah. well. I love that he's part of the B-Sharps. It's like um, it won't fit into like, oh, I can't think of the line, but then he goes, you're now a poo de bamache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that one. And I love his like uh, his roof garden in Decent oh, the Vegetarian. yeah, with Paul McCartney. Like, yeah. He has like a real sympathetic side to him as well. Like all these characters that are really fleshed out. He's one of those that got more screen time to be fleshed out. And I really didn't like... I felt like his they sort of ruined the character a bit when he got married and had all the kids. See, the thing is, I love the episode where he marries Manjula because it, the whole right. arranged marriage thing, like I, I like the storyline, I like the thing with his mum and things like that, but I then hate everything after that. Yeah, exactly. I like yeah. that episode, but I hate what it did to the character. So where I live and where I grew up um, has a massive Asian community. So mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I went to school with, um, a lot of friends a lot of my family friends um are all from asian backgrounds um so Mm -hmm. i'm quite aware of the culture and things like that um and i actually feel like as much as there is the controversy and the whole like cultural appropriation and that sort of thing surrounding his character i actually do like the way he is portrayed i just think the issue is 
that he's now voiced by a white guy, he's voiced by a white guy and not an Indian. I think that is where it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's again like I'm a white guy. It's not for me to say if I find him offensive or not exactly, because I'm yeah. not the person who's being stereotyped. And a lot of Indian people say, "Oh no, I love that character. I love seeing an Indian yeah. guy as one of the main characters." And then some say, "Well, I hate, I hate it in like an Indian stereotype." And everyone at school saying, "Thank you, come again to me because I was an Indian guy." Yeah, I do understand so, that, and I do think it's it's a lot to do with um, how much you're aware of that culture massively yeah. and I, I do understand that some people can be offended by it but like you say like I'm similar situation to you like I'm a, a white female I can't have an opinion on it because it's it's not my culture kind of thing but um yeah. I, I I love the character and I feel like as much as it is a either a positive or a negative I do, I feel like um any representation of the Indian community is a positive thing. Yeah, and I love, love, love Indian culture. I do like, too. I'm so, so into it. Like, I love it. Um, so for me, like, I loved seeing this, like, fun Indian character on telly yeah, as well. Yeah, so. I agree. And it definitely, um, it needs to, it needs to be dealt with in a correct way because I don't actually know if they have at the moment. I know they will retire the character, but I don't know how they He hasn't been in it for a few series. Yeah, I don't know how... They quietly retired him, and now they've officially retired him. But he hasn't been in it for like two years already. But have they sort of addressed him leaving or anything like that, or have they just not used him? He's just not going to be in it, I don't think. See, that's really sad, because I always feel like the Quickie Mart is like a big part of Springfield. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, when they did the Simpsons Lego sets, it was the Simpsons exactly, Heart House yeah. and the Quickie Mart. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's the right decision to make, definitely. But it's yeah. sad because I love him Maybe as a character. Maybe he will come back voiced Maybe. by like an Asian actor because they said any like people of colour in The Simpsons from now on will be voiced by an appropriate person to that race. Like, great. Maybe a poo will come back and he would just have a different voice and deal with it. Yeah, but like we'll I, I'd, I would be open to that. I mean, we've we've said it so many times this episode, but we've never really watched past season twelve, so we wouldn't watch it. No. We wouldn't watch it anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> we could reminisce about it. Yeah. But my favourite thing about a poo, the, the stuff that I love about him, I love that he's like a ladies' man. Yeah, I love that. I too. love that he jets around in like a convertible, and he's like. The eligible bachelor auction. I love and his all that um, stuff. scene in his like little segment in Twenty Two Short Films about Springfield. I am oh, a freak yeah. so Come on and wake yeah. me up. <laughs> the party animal. I love. I it. love that. Uh, and I think about um, when. Oh, you got a head bag. It's full of heady goodness. Like that is always running through. That's one of my most quoted lines. It's full of heady goodness. Hey, poo, this bag of ice has a head in it. Ooh, a head bag. Those are chock full of heady goodness. And I love the image of him on the roof with the shotgun. Yeah. Thank you for coming. See you in hell. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. yeah. My plus one, Apu Nahasapuma Petalon. He was very close to being in my list as well. Like, it's definitely... Um, We've both definitely had very strong characters. Do you know yeah, what? And no, no overlap. No, which is really, really good. Um, mm. There's actually someone who I'm really shocked wasn't in either of our lists 
He's very close. He's very close to being in my list, but I'm quite shocked that neither of us have mentioned him because he seems to be like a firm favourite. But Mr. Burns. Oh yeah, like I do really love Burns and Burns episodes. I always enjoy, but yeah, I just he didn't squeak into my top four. Didn't quite make the cut. No, I also really love Barney. Yeah, see, I like Barney. Barney has great gags, but he there's a time and a place like they're not consistent enough as like Wiggum. Yeah. Yeah. But when Barney's good, like Barney's amazing. They're like very hit but and miss, a I little think. Dabble, do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um a couple of people that were on my list. So Martin was obviously on my list, which we spoke about. Burns yeah. was on my list, Ned was on my list, and the other mm-hmm. two people who we haven't mentioned which were also on my list are Joe Quimby. Mm-hmm. Mayor Joe Quimby and uh, Grandpa. Mm, okay. Yeah. See, neither of them are on my list. Another ones that I had like an up for contention. Um, I love Miss Hoover. Oh yeah. I think she's well underrated. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's just over everything. It's a perfect cromulent word. Uh, Lenny, who gets amazing later on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Kent Brockman. Yeah. It's in Revelations, people. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, I, I think Ken Brockman's I really love Ken Brockman when he says, um, I don't say tax evasion, I say evasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime he's basically talking to the team, yeah. like in his earpiece, like when he's supposed to be doing the news, is, is amazing. So yeah, they were, they were all close to oh, me as well. Oh, hell out and overlords. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, yeah. that's, um, they're very good, strong mentions. So let's do a recap. Let's. What were your four and one more? Okay, to recap? so my number four was Edna Krabappel. My number three was Seymour Skinner. My number two uh, was Selma Bouvier. And my number one was Sideshow Bob. Um, and then my... Uh, you, did, you did a surname for everyone apart from Bob. Oh, Terwilliger. Good. <laughs> Sideshow Bob Terwilliger. Or it, they they make a joke to Williger sometimes, which makes me laugh. Um, and then my one more was uh, Troy McClure. Okay, so my number four was Police Chief Clan- Clancy <laughs> Wiggum. Clancy, use the remote. <laughs> my number three was Lionel Hutz. My number two was Millhouse Van Houten. My number one was Ned Flanders. And my plus one was Apu Nahasapima Petalon. Yeah, such a good list. Good list. And do you know what? Fantastic. I'm quite surprised that neither of us picked characters that the other person doesn't like. Because mm, there's yeah, there's that's... there's a couple of characters who I have very strong feelings about, and we may or may not do a dislike characters list, so I won't mention. I think them. it will come up on future episodes because there's a yeah. few epi- there's a few characters that everyone seems to love, and I'm like, really? Yeah, no, I, I feel there's like there's a few that. characters I'm not big on, so it'd be interesting if they're the same ones or yeah, or what. So that'd be interesting, yeah. but I'm quite I'm quite impressed that we both like really enjoyed the other person's list and there wasn't mm. sort of like a wild card where the other person was like, I absolutely hate that character. Yeah, I can't believe you yeah. picked that character. <laughs> why, why is Agnes Skinny your number one? Oh, yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I, I would have had some choice words to say if she was <laughs> on your list. The pod would have been over. The pod would have been over. But um, I'm sure sure we'll discuss said character coming coming up. Yeah. So this episode was way longer than I was expecting it to be. I thought this would be like a real quick 45 minute. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we can talk a lot about Simpsons, which is why we're recording a podcast about it, I guess. Exactly. 
And if you want to talk to us about Simpsons, check that segue. You can contact us and tell us your favorite characters or anything. That's at uh, four and one more pod at gmail.com. Um, or you can go to four and one more.com where there's also links to, to contact us and anything else, social media stuff. And you can also find us on Twitter directly. Uh, speak to us in person. I'm at Bob Shoy. That's at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. And I am at Emma Rowena, which is E-M-M-A-R-O-E-N-A. Yeah. And if you go on the website, you'll find links to like, we have a Facebook page and there's an Instagram account that still needs setting up as I record this, but I'll sort that out (laughs) and all that stuff. I have so Um, much content to put on the Instagram page as well. Yeah. We'll have to work that out. So I'll I'll hand over the Instagram. Emma's going to take charge of the Instagram, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But yeah, um, send us messages like we'd love to hear from you. And we would especially love to hear your opinions on if you agree or disagree with what we've got to say. And obviously, feel free to fact check us because obviously we have researched, but not as in depth as some people might like. So feel free to fact check us if you'd like. Definitely. And uh, let us know your favorite episodes. And if we've got any big Agnes fans out there, come out swinging. (laughs) (laughs) And also, also, I'd love to know what you think of Nedna as well. Yeah, I want to know how that if that episode's actually good. Yeah, and if the if the who does Selma marry again? Grandpa. Selma and Grandpa. <laughs> I want to know if that episode's any good. Let let us know. Because if you guys say that it's really worth the watch, then I guess Bob and I will swallow our pride and check watch, it out. watch something past season twelve. But yeah, only if you guys say so. So if you want to support my time editing this as well as my other podcasts I work on, you can go to patreon.com slash bobshoy and you can go to bobshoy.com where you can see the other things I work on if you're interested in that. I have a little network of podcasts that's coming together now and potentially more to announce soon. Ooh, um, exciting. So are we done? Oh, what's, what's next time? What are we talking about next time? I don't know. What are we talking about next time? We're talking about Series 3. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> <We're> doing... <laughs> yeah, so check out our um, podcast next time regarding our four and one more favourite episodes of Season 3. Yeah, so come back in two weeks' time for that. And until then, pardon my galoshes. <laughs> never, I'm never going to get bored of that. No, me neither. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.